Hello, I'm Ren Ferguson. I'm one of the ministers here at the Collinsville Troy Church of Christ, and I'm so glad that uh, you have uh, come back today. If you will, be opening up to 1 Corinthians chapter 8 and verse 16. Uh, previously, he has been discussing this contribution, encouraging them to make this collection for the saints in Jerusalem. And as I mentioned on Monday, he'll continue to do that, especially in chapter 9. But here at the end of chapter 8, he is, is kind of interjecting this commendation of Titus. And of course, Titus coming uh, in order to collect the contribution. Uh, he says there in verse 16, but thanks be to God who put into the heart of Titus the same earnest care I have for you. For he not only accepted our appeal, but being himself very earnest, he is going to you of his own accord. With him we are sending the brother who is famous among all the churches for the preaching of the gospel. So what he's saying is very simple and straightforward, but Titus loved those in Corinth, and when he was approached by Paul and asked to go uh, to go there, he was earnest about it, he was excited about it. And not only that, he says in verse 18 that they were sending a brother that was famous for his preaching of the gospel. We, have, we really don't have any idea who this, this is talking about. Uh, some suppose that it could be Luke that he is referencing. Uh, perhaps uh, Apollos could be another, uh, another answer to, to this. But the truth of the matter is, is we don't know. And, and really it, it must not ultimately matter because it's not revealed to us. But either way, Paul, Paul is saying Titus and, and this brother who is famous for his preaching of the gospel, of course, were coming. Uh, he says in verse 19, and not only that, but he has been appointed by the churches to travel with us as we carry out this act of grace that is being ministered by us for the glory of the Lord himself and to show our good will. So he says this brother that has or is famous for his preaching of the gospel has been appointed by the churches he's been chosen by congregations to travel with Paul and Titus and others uh, to take up this collection uh, again don't know who who he is and I think because of that that's why many people think that it is Paul because look or not Paul Luke because looking at the book of Acts uh, you'll see that Luke was with Paul uh, for many, many of his trips, and he was with Paul uh, for, for long periods of time. And so that's why some suppose that maybe this is, is Luke uh, that this is talking about. But either way, they were traveling together to take up this collection, and the reason for this collection ultimately, as he says, was for the glory of the Lord and to show their goodwill for their brethren in Jerusalem. He says in verse 20, We take this course so that no one should blame us about this generous gift that is being administered by us. I think what he is saying here is a, is a reference back to 1 Corinthians 16 and verse 4, uh, really, really back up to verse 3. 
He says, And when I arrive, I will send those whom you accredit by letter to carry your gift to Jerusalem. If it seems advisable that I should go also, they will accompany me. Uh, what Paul was saying there, and I think again what he is hitting on here, is that he was not going to be taking this collection by himself. First of all, it would be very unwise just, just because of, of how traveling was during that day and age. If he was, was carrying a large sum of money by himself, it would be very easy for robbers to take that from him, but also not taking it himself was very wise so that no one would be able to lay any sort of accusation against him that perhaps he had taken some of that money for himself. And so he says, we take this course uh, using Titus and using this other brother and using others, as he's going to point out, to take up this collection and get it back to Jerusalem as, as sort of a checks and balance so that no one would be able to accuse them of, of stealing any of it. He says in verse 21, For we aim at what is honorable, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of men. He wanted to always do what was right, first and foremost, according to what God commanded. And you know what? Sometimes we do things that are right, but perhaps people misunderstand or misperceive and then accuse us of doing something that is wrong. And that certainly could have happened with him in this collection. He could have gone around, he could have gathered up the collection and by himself returned it to Jerusalem. And though he had not done anything wrong, would have opened himself up to accusations uh, from others. And so what he's saying here is we're, we strive to do what is right, not only in the sight of God, but also in the sight of men. He's not saying that he compromises on the truth, but doing things in a way where men will, of course, accept them and look favor favorably upon it and not lay those accusations against him. He says in verse 22, And with them we are sending our brother, whom we have often tested and found earnest in many matters, but who is now, who is now more earnest than ever because of his great confidence in you. Again, we don't know uh, who this particular man is. But he apparently was very eager to go to Corinth and apparently had a great love for Corinth as well. Verse 23, As for Titus, he is my partner and fellow worker for your benefit. And as for our brothers, they are messengers of the churches, the glory of Christ. Now there's some, some uh, debate as far as exactly what he is talking about here at the end of this verse. Uh, where he says, and as for our brothers, they are messengers of the churches, the glory of Christ. And, and the question is, is, are the messengers the glory of Christ or are the churches the glory of Christ? And to be honest with you, I think both of them are right. Uh, the messengers who faithfully teach the gospel are the glory of Christ. And also those messengers are a part of the church all Christians make up the church, which also is the glory of Christ. So either way we look at it, I think it is correct, because ultimately, no matter what the specific uh, intention of Paul in this verse was, is that it was for the glory of Christ. 
that it that his will was being faithfully executed by these brethren whether it be the mer the messengers or the churches they were being faithful to him and by so doing they were glorifying him uh, and so then in, in verse 24 he says so give proof before the churches of your love and of your boasting about you to these men so he is sending Titus this brother that was famous for his preaching and this other other brother who was very earnest for them and he says to give this proof through their their contribution uh, of the love that Corinth had for those in Jerusalem but also if they gave generously in this contribution would also uh, validate the boasting and commendation Paul and others had given of the church in Corinth and so again it, it slightly different here at the end of the chapter him giving that commendation of Titus and those other brethren that were coming but still also continuing to encourage them in that contribution which as I mentioned he will also do in chapter 9 uh, which we will get into tomorrow uh, but I thank you for uh, tuning in today thank you for your time and for your attention and as always if you ever have any questions about this or about anything else you can feel free to message us or call us or make a comment down below and uh, we would love to answer any questions that that you may have but I hope that you'll come back tomorrow as we'll pick up in chapter 9